got it had the delay. You shouldn't have a problem. Yeah. And I just Leo's frozen. Yeah. I'm fro. I can. Oh God, we're all frozen. Oh, there we oh, go. Yeah. Okay. Huggy, Huggy has the worst video quality. Oh boy. Oh geez. Oh. Huggy, you want to just come sit with me, buddy? Probably that's gonna probably be the best. You can thing. come sit with me. In, in <laughs> funny story <laughs> funny funny story somebody we may or may not work with i was like hey man that color looks really good on you he was wearing one of the light blue sweatshirts and he's like and he's like what black <laughs> it was io <laughs> and i was like well yes that does look good on you um, but also the blue looks very good on you as well it does have a very evenly Coated yes. black and it's smooth. Nice. nice. Yeah. Not too shiny, not too oh, it's dull. It's, it's like, like a perfect. strong yeah. matte finish with a nice overcoat. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Clear you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so you're going to try to come sit with me or you're going to stay over there like an outcast? Oh, I don't want to be the outcast. I'm actually going to come and join okay. you. Oh, wait, wait, now, now your, your video quality is better. What are you looking at? <laughs> oh, you're not looking at your phone. Oh, the problem is weird. every time you move, the quality goes down. So if you sit real still, perfect. Of course, now we're going to think he's frozen the whole time. Like Anna and Elsa. That's right. I have small children. Watch Disney movies. So what are we doing? Go sit with Leo. Okay. You're gonna go sit with Leo. I mean, you can sit with Dave if you want. I don't know which one you like more. Uh, how do I? How do I end this then? You put the phone down. Button. Uh, there's no correct button. Uh, looks like a phone and it's red. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, just put it face down on the table. <laughs> it's be... the cotton plant surrounded by red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even bring my comfy chair. Hold on, I gotta get my comfy chair. I, it's right there. I know. <laughs> you mean you got that out of the corner, push it all the way and you stop right there? I made a big deal about the comfy chair. Uh, not so comfy. Oh, yeah. Now, do you have another USB port on there, Leo? Yeah. Because he could plug his microphone into your USB and well, you can... well, we wouldn't hear anything because everything's muted, so maybe not. But, I mean, just use that one. If, if we, can get, there... we can get real close and talk like this with one another, face-to-face, cheek-to-cheek. <laughs> uh, that... <laughs> on video, that looks really interesting. <laughs> What are you talking about, Dave? I don't understand. You know I'm recording. Yeah. I can and you see know I'm not cutting this. Some of us can see the, 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 the red button. It's not a judgment. All right, come on in, buddy. The water's fine. <laughs> Everything will be okay. Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. Right, right. Do them. Do them. 
Dun dun. I think this is already our best episode Shark's ever. Like, oh yeah, we got a black guy coming in the water. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's why you guys are smart. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, yeah. This was like the time on a movie, a whole bunch of white people in the water. Oh, hold on, hold on. Just in case one of the students calls. Government. <laughs> I like it. Okay. There you go. You can read it out loud. Okay. Government is not a solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Mr. Ronald Reagan, 40th U.S. president and an amazing actor. Ronald Reagan. All right, come on in, bud. Come on, guess let's get come on, come on. Here, we put this guy right in here, right in here. Oh, like he want to down. see, want to see your face. My face, that's like Boom. dark. Well, yeah, it's all right. I'm, I'm going to turn my speakers on real quick to make sure I'm capturing. We're yeah. capturing Chris. Say something. The water is not fine. Okay, let me turn off the speakers. I think it's okay. <laughs> He's. <laughs> Mira, he's working. Okay. Woo. Okay. All right, here we go. Let's do this. Welcome to the 11th episode of the Casual Shooters Podcast. I'm your host, Dave, and our usual co-hosts, uh, Leo and Christopher, are here as well. Everybody say hello. Do not get in the water. <laughs> Welcome in and bienvenue. <laughs> what are you thinking what, about? What he said. <laughs> <laughs> No more <laughs> Today's kind of a little bit of a combination episode um, because this is the last recording before Christmas, so we each have gotten each other some gifts, so we're going to do that first. So let's each open one. Okay, I'm going to make a request that you guys open mine first. Okay. Mostly because they're a matching set. Actually, let's do this. Let's... um. I wonder if it's the same thing I thought about getting you guys. Uh, what do you got? Well, it's kind of, it's going to, they're all matching sets. Okay. Or at least, I mean, are yours, Chris, yeah. the same? So this is what I'm getting at. If, if, if Chris and I open the same one, it's like, oh, it's just opening one. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so one of us is going to open a different one. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I like it. All right. So who's opening? All right. I've for ease of yeah plus use, I, a, I really like yours. Well, and it was when I looked at, it, I was like, all right, this is going to have to be a rip job. Yeah. So I haven't opened it. I've just opened it enough to make okay. it easy. So I will start. Okay. This is from Leo. Um, and what I initially see is a spoon. <laughs> for those of you not in the military, that is not an eating device. It's on a grenade. I feel like you could probably eat with it. Uh, probably. If you feel like you do. Okay. Cool. Cool. So on one side, it is a grenade, and it's actually it's heavy, pretty, pretty solid. Yeah. So on one side, it says Marines, in red. Cool. On the other side, it is even more applicable. <laughs> it says Grumpy. <laughs> Wait. On the bottom, so. And for those the, of you that don't know, Dave's not a big beer drinker but at all. Friends who are. So. Yes, I do not drink beer. Yeah. Period. It's a bottle opener. Nice. I like that. So, so it is. It is very cool. Boom. Awesome. Win. All right. All right. How and, are you opening? Hold on a second. Oh, I'm not. Sure. And wait a minute. Oh, you I didn't, didn't pull the pin, did you? No. Okay. <laughs> but what I'm trying to get at is there's a there's a flag or there's some type of design. Oh, America. On the top. There we go. Yeah. 
And it's still a weapon because you could beans you could you could knock somebody out with this thing. If you saw the scene in Boondock Saints where he beat the guy to death with a pool ball, yeah, that's a grenade though. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. And and I feel like a pool ball would break, but this is heavy metal. Oh, it is and it's... not the music. Yep. Yeah. All right. All who's right. up next? I who well, who's that? That's from that's Dave's, right? That's Dave's. Okay, so you gotta open Dave's and okay. then I'll I'll open yours. All right. All right. Here we so, go. Right, so here we go. There's really only one other choice because you could open mine. And that would all right, all... so make sure make sure you're on video when you do this. Hold on, I'm here. We Angla. We Angla. Okay. That's a good red. There we go. I want to do the Dave. <laughs> I want to cup it. <laughs> Just right here. For all those that didn't understand that. Oh, well, here we go. Here we go. You got it. Oh, there we go. Cup it. Yeah. Rather hefty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what we got here. Pour it out of the box. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's pretty Wait, cool. hold on. You got to read the back. Oh, let's see what the back says. About uh, us. That doesn't matter. Disregard. Okay. Carry on. You definitely see? have to open it, though, because there's multiple items on here. I like this. Ooh, it's got a coaster. I like the coaster. Ben Shot Glass Owner. Oh, I like it. People will ask. Stop, um, stop delaying. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Yeah, cool. All right, what else and, you got? Uh, don't read it. There's okay. more. Keep all going. Right. Okay, more. We all know you can read. Some people don't. I mean, it is why you're wearing glasses. Yes. Ooh, I, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Let me see if oh, it's glass. Um, Here we go. Yep, Casual Shooters Podcast. Yes. Boom. Nice. Look at that bullet inside there. Yes. Oh, oh that's awesome, man. That is awesome. That also means I got one. That's but right. In case anybody was curious, I also got. <laughs> now you get to open up All right. Chris's. All right. This is the one, right? That is the one. Okay, so this is from Huggy yes. to every to everybody. Everybody. Oh, it smells nice too. <laughs> Chris, Not looking at you funny, like well. <laughs> Well, it smells so nice, and it has a bo- it has a little box in it. I got. I was like, we're already married. <laughs> okay, so it's a box. Is it ticking? <laughs> it says that on it. Can't see it. Oh God. There you um, go. Amerigo Vespucci. No, make it special. Okay. He did discover America. That was pretty he special. America. All right. Uh, oh. Jenga Benoit balls. <laughs> yes. Yes. You enjoy those later on. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> oh, hey. I don't have a revolver though. I know you don't, no. but I couldn't find an amazing. All right. So, Danglis. Are. are these the ones for your? Uh, you yes. put them in the freezer yes, and then you put them in your drink. Yes. So uh, it's bullet. It's a two for six shooter of bullet ice cubes or bullet cubes. Very cool. I like it. All right. That means I got one also. Yes, yes. you did. Yes. Cool. Right. I was hoping that they were having a magazine. <laughs> we can have magazines. I don't know if anybody noticed this, but all of our gifts are alcohol related. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not even a big alcohol drinker. <laughs> mm. 
I wasn't thinking about that until you just said. I, that. I will have to say there was some divine intervention because I was I, I was definitely thinking about both of these gifts for either one of you guys, and I'm like, ah, you know, we're gonna. Well, it's yeah. so funny because I was thinking the exact same thing with the glass, yeah. and I was like, mm-hmm. but I was like, no, they might think that's kind of cheesy. Yeah, I almost got you custom. You guys custom engraved coasters mm. for oh, your wow. shot glasses. Well, not shot glasses, but, but you know. Yeah. Because everybody here drinks some form of whiskey, be it bourbon or whatever it is that you drink that's brown. I drink everything. So. Well, thank you both for my very awesome gifts. I'm super well, excited about them. I just wanted something gun-related. I figured something with a bullet would be gun-related. Yeah, no, that's so. perfect. Yes. yes. Very nice. Thank you very much, like everybody. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, everybody. What he said. <laughs> So before, I don't know what all we're going to talk about, but before we get into anything deep, I wanted to say I went, remember the document I put on Google documents that showed um, the division popularity and ended up being carry optics and open were like statistically even. Yep. Well, I went back and added area two from this year. Okay. Though like the one they just did a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. The beginning of November. And that actually bumped carry optics ahead of open to where carry optics was averaging 64 shooters for all of those major matches, the 21 and open was 61. So it actually did separate it a little more. And it was interesting because not only did I do that, but I went back to every area match and went back to the last five area matches and put all those statistics I added them to that sheet. Mm-hmm. So I haven't uploaded the new document yet. I need to. I need to delete the old one and add the new one. But it was interesting to see how in 2016, there was like maybe 10 shooters in carry optics. Right. And it's grown from basically zero. We'll say that statistically speaking, zero right. in 2016 to the number one shot or yeah, the number one shot division in all of uh, USPSA. Well, so I do think that that's actually a really good topic, to be honest, because I think it's a good way to round out the year. Um, because I was talking about it, it might have been at work with some people. Uh, actually, it was with PD, now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, so we share office space with PD, and uh, we were talking about, hey, um, I saw some, like, uh, gun cam footage. So, like, uh, they do the, the the officer cam footage review if there's a shooting or whatever. Right. Now some departments are using gun cameras. And then some departments are now actually transitioning to carry out as their duty weapon. Yeah, a lot of them are. So I asked, I asked one of the guys here, I was like, what would you think about... A, our department doing that, or the department doing that, and then B, like, how would you feel about doing that? And a lot of officers, their off-duty firearm is a carry has a carry optic on it. Wow. Um, so I think it's it's very relevant in today's day and age, not just as a competitor, but as a self-defender. That that is a big thing. And even like with you buying your SFX, 
Like it's optic ready. Mm-hmm. Like now it's a huge deal that guns are being sold optic ready and aftermarket slides are being sold so that you can put an optic on it. Like, I, I don't know if it's like the next wave future, but I, I think well, it's very relevant. I mean, look at it. It's the, it's the poor man's open yeah. gun. That's like what said, it is. Yeah. And you don't have to, um, there's no more misalignment of the sights. Mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody who said with iron sights, they always shot low and to the left. But with an optic, they shoot center of the target. And I'm like, well, if nothing else has changed, then my opinion of that is you were misaligning the sights. Because if it was a trigger problem, you would still be shooting down there. Absolutely. But since the optic changed your point of impact, then... You, it's not necessarily your trigger pull. It was your lack of sight, proper sight alignment. And that's the way that individual thought their sights were aligned. Their perception was causing them to shoot low left. I told them, I said, the only other exception to that would be if you are so consistent in your crappy trigger press mm-hmm. that literally every time you pull it, it's that bad and you shoot low left then you may have actually adjusted your dot to um, to your overcome whole, that. Right. But that would have to be the most consistent crappy right. trigger press in the world. Which, which if you can train it to be the most good trigger press, you'd be an amazing shooter. Well, at this point, I would tell them, keep doing what you're doing. Right, you've adjusted because you're so consistent with it, yeah. you're able to adjust and and counter it so but that's funny that's yeah. actually pretty funny and that uh, were were they like kind of like we were talking about the other day were they shooting both eyes open or were they shooting one eye closed yes <laughs> i don't recall that part of the conversation i really don't i could see if if you like as a as like a not so both eyes open i could see that being a consistent problem if you haven't figured out the parallax i guess but i don't know yeah i like had i i would have thought initially that that was a trigger press problem not a not a sight alignment problem me too so but i you know i always even you know i've had people draw what they saw for a sight picture and sight alignment and they always draw it correct i mean look it happened to me in in boot camp this is what happened we got we were the very first um, and I can't remember uh, what they were called, but anyway, our platoon was one of four platoons that got the brand new M16A2. That's how effing old I am. I mean, I won't go say nothing, even literally brand new, out of the box, never been shot before M16A2 in 1985. Now, my gun, I'm trying to zero my gun. And it is way off. Mm. What happens? One of the PMIs, the primary marksmanship instructor, comes over and makes me draw what I'm seeing. I drew textbook. This is what I'm seeing. They're like, all right, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. So they take my gun from me. Another, an officer now, the first guys, who, the guys who are actually dealing with me are, are enlisted guys. But then an officer comes over and just starts talking to me. And I can tell he's quizzing me, trying to, you know, he's trying to figure out what's going on here. When they bring it back to me, they had to move it 16 clicks to the left to zero this gun. 
So it obviously was not me. There was something up with the gun. So there are instances where there are issues and it's not the actual shooter. Um, If it hadn't happened to me, then I wouldn't know it. Right. I, I can also tell you that anybody who says blanks don't alter the accuracy of a gun are flat out lying. Right. Because one time when I was at Quantico as an instructor, I was told I had to qualify with one of the training guns we had that were was assigned to us that was used for blanks and stuff like that. The nice. gun was clean. I shot it for four days. I could not get it to hit the broadside of a barn. Now, I had shot expert every single time, and yeah. several times I was the highest shooter out there, okay? I had the highest score. So I'm like, this is not good. I am not going into tomorrow, Friday, qual day, and try to qualify with a gun that's not hitting the broadside of a barn. So I went to the other side of the armory where we everybody in the battalion had a, a rifle assigned to them, and I withdrew that gun the next day. I looked at my old data book from a year earlier and I put put that that exact same stuff on my gun and qualified expert. (laughs) So two things real quick about rifles. One data books work. If people say they don't work, they can kiss my effing ass and they, and they, and they can braid the hair of my ass with their tongue. So you don't want to do that. Trust me. I've seen that. It's scary. uh, there are guns and there are things that affect accuracy and it's not the shooter. Yeah. So enough of my rant. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I was just telling it's me, coffee uh, guys. It's for just the record coffee. for the record. <laughs> I was just telling Leo, I was like, at least you didn't have to share a locker with him. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, Chris and I did share a locker and I will say his clothes are big. <laughs> Biggest damn clothes I've ever had to share a locker with. Upside, if you forgot your towel that day, you had something to towel off with. You mean I had a blanket? Yes. Yeah. Except blanket. I can go to sleep under that blanket. Except for one of our uh, comrades uh, in uh, recruit school, I always ha- had a good time with it, you know, coming out and being like, man, I think I sat and go. <laughs> you know, or, hey, can we talk a little bit? And, you know, do the Captain Morgan stance. <laughs> Nobody misses those days. White guy scared of black python. Black it, was funny. Or, it was funny when you climbed into the shower with him, but but naked. I mean, it was hilarious. Yes. There were some really good memories from that school. But that's the same guy who was scared to get his feet wet. Yes. 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 And and he was a lifeguard. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Not Come a on, watch. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. Not a sponsor. Definitely not a sponsor. Mm-hmm. So good old days. We were having fun then. <laughs> Oh, remember that time we had to go do push-ups in the uh, pond and he wanted to get his shoes? Yeah, I'm the one who made us do those. Yeah. That, yes, you were. That's right. Yes, I was leading that. Yes. And we, we did them stuff for some, so I don't want to get the shoes. And flutter kicks, yes. Yeah. Push-ups and flutter kicks in the, in in the, the lake yeah. because it had rained so much. Yeah. This is why we don't take you guys places. <laughs> ambassadors, like they're brand ambassadors and this is what happens. We had a good time. Flutter kicks and push-ups in a pond. Yeah. Yeah. It really time. was. <laughs> anyway, get my shoes wet. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. So I have another topic of conversation. Um, okay. <laughs> not to do with anyone being nude or in a lake. 
Um, okay. So <laughs> thoughts as we as we as we end this year and go into a new year. Um, I have been thinking about this mostly because I have young children. Um, your your guy children children's. I mean, you got grown men. I do. You, yeah, you've got semi-grown. I mean, she she's like basically. Yeah. She's grown up at this point. Yeah. Um, but what is an appropriate bracket of age range to start introducing kids to firearms? Mm. Go. I have an answer. Give me. I think, I guess if, if there's a plus to my divorce, it was that um, I think that actually allowed me to introduce my kids to guns sooner. I bought my oldest son his first rifle at the age of 10. It was a 17 caliber, and that thing was a hammer. It, I mean, we still have it. It's still his, but I mean, um, it is a tack hammer. So I introduced them to the 22 and the 17 at about nine. My oldest was nine or 10, which means my youngest was about seven. So that's where, that's where I introduced my, my sons. And they were at that age with the 22 repeater that we had the little Marlin. Um, wait, yeah, I think it's a Marlin. Probably, unless you got a Henry or something like that. No. <laughs> anyway, their length of pull, their arms were long enough that they could manage the gun without a problem. Like, it's small for me, but it was perfect for them. The 17 was the same way. So, and they loved just being able to sit there and plink, 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 just keep pulling the trigger. You know, you got like 17 shots, like plink, 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 plink. Um. So, and the other thing is, is I think they were old enough to understand all of the safety requirements so they could follow instruction. They could do all of that. So I would say somewhere between that seven, about seven. I know some people do earlier, but I think at that point they're old enough and they've, they've been now they're in what about second, third grade. So they're really starting to understand things. They're able to follow instructions and, they're big enough size-wise to do it. Okay. Um, I, I agree with Dave, but I've actually seen, like, out where I go hunting at in West Virginia where, I mean, that's just part of the mm-hmm. the way of living. And Yeah. And they start out at, like, I would even say taking them at five years of age, you know, teaching them about it because they're, at that time, they're engrossed. I mean, they're, they, they see dad, you know, out there doing it, and they want to or do mom. it too. Or mom. Mm-hmm. And they, they get a sponsor. <laughs> mom is not so, a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> so I I tend to agree with Dave. Um, like I said, um, 10, uh, 7, 10 is a great age. Um, but like I said, in certain areas, it's probably even younger than that that they get introduced to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Um, they start shooting themselves probably around about the seven mark, you know, of course, you know, with guidance, they're there. And, um, I, I would say about that time, cause I, I've seen a little guy that I know 
His name's Abe, and I'm telling you right now, that little guy, he's about mm, six, seven, and I've actually seen him take a 22 and pretty, pretty darn good with it. And he knows like all the safeties and and everything, and pretty smart, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like the, it's what you feel comfortable with. And oh yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to the individual kid. Like, I, and I, I ask just because a you guys have done it, um, and I'm getting to that point where I'm starting to, you know, think about you know introducing them slowly to at the very least, like, hey, if you see this. You know, and you're at that age, you're not supervised, like tell a grown up and all that right. stuff. But really just, again, the the introduction and getting them comfortable with it. So it's not like this foreign, crazy thing of, oh, my gosh, I want to play with it. Like, obviously, it's a tool. It's not a toy. Because, um, like, even with my nieces and nephews, like, they were about the age you guys are talking about. So I just didn't know if there was. I mean, obviously, there's not like a wide prescribed. This is when you are legally allowed to introduce your kids to firearms. But, you know, it's one of those. I think the younger, the better, as long as they have the capability of understanding what you're introducing them to. Um, So I'm just kind of hoping that, A, they're even remotely interested because they're already, (laughs) technically they own firearms in utero. (laughs) I've already bought them, you know, like a 22, a 17 HMR, Mm -hmm. you know, and they've got variants of those. So like they've got a Ruger, um, you know, I actually have two Rugers because I bought them a six shooter. Like, okay, cool. But again, just when to actually be like, here, let's go and learn how to use it and all that stuff. Yeah. And again, I, how to be safe. I mean, I bought my daughter, you know, I, I'm a big bow hunter, you know that. So I bought her a bow and try to get her started and all that. And like you said, I taught her saying, hey, these are daddy's weapons or daddy's guns. And um, you're not allowed to touch them without me being present with you at at any time so she like you said understood it. but going back segueing like back to the bow i bought her the bow she she enjoyed it she would shoot it she had a fun time i would take her to the indoor range and and she had a good time and she enjoyed it especially when i made it more fun by putting money into the balloons and i would blow up balloons and i would tack them up there and i would say you know i'd put a dollar five dollar ten dollar twenty dollar and i just twenty dollars yeah then you made a money I, I was putting that that's the bullseye can i play <laughs> <laughs> but that was back then now she's older um and gotta uh, put more money in it now well fifty dollars hundred dollars college tuition pretty much that's yeah. that's where the route we're going now <laughs> but yeah uh but now she's gotten older uh, the hunting thing with the daughter, you know, kind of, she's like, oh, I don't have time. I want to go be with my friends and all this stuff. And I'm like, ah. shouldn't have let her make friends. It's your fault. I know that was my bad, but oh, well, I mm-hmm. guess I go hunting on my own. <laughs> I never get the invite, but that's fine. Well, it's fine. It's fine. You, okay. I'm going to invite both of y'all to go hunting with me out in West Virginia. I'll have a good time. But, like, I, I mean, the big thing was, you know, like, I've seen Dave's kids shoot. Oh, my God. Have we, and it, have, it hurts me emotionally because they're better than me significantly. So I just didn't know at, at how soon you had started. Because I would love for my kids, because I got two boys as well. I'd love for my boys to be that good at that age. 
and then want to continue. You know what I mean? Like your your kids are good, and like they don't even try. <sighs> I had to say when we went and shot with them, I was so impressed. I was just like, oh my god, it's hurtful they to my just, heart. They were just hammering, and yeah. I was like, woo, yeah. They're good. They're they're good. They're good. I wish they would put more time into it, but they just don't and have that, the desire. And listen, they are also very gifted in other things. Like I've heard your kid play music, so I still want them to shoot. Fair point. Yeah, but he can shoot notes. But yeah, no, that was just, it. Was one of those topics. I was just like, I, you know, get my guys see what they're doing because. Uh, again, I, I'm getting to that point, and I, I know I shouldn't say I know. My concern is my wife. She's gonna be like, "Oh, they're too young," mm-hmm. and I mean, she she married me, so she knows who I am. Um, so she knows this is something that matters to me. Um, it's just the whole hey, and then in-laws are from up north, and they're a little bit more liberal, so you know. So like, you're saying they're scared. I mean, just a little scared, just a little so bit. What what's your what's your quote? Don't get don't be scared. No. What's the end of the quote show? Do the show. Oh, don't be a little bitch. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell my mother in law that. <laughs> she might be small, but she's terrifying. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, man. I mean I don't get me wrong. I love you, Angela. You are amazing and you're my favorite mother in law. <laughs> not a sponsor. Definitely not a sponsor. But she's also very scary. Oh, I'm sorry. Me too. Scary. Mm. Yeah, my father-in-law's not that scary, but she's pretty bad. Wow. But in a good way. I love. Yeah. All right. So well. yeah, that was that's just that's what I had. Well, man, I think that's a good point, and I we might get some good feedback on that. But I do have one. Uh, topic that I wanted to share. I'm still trying to do some investigating on some other things, but um, they have the U.S. Police and Fire Games. And okay. um, I'm, I think it would be kind of cool if they had set up a course like they we shoot mm-hmm. in USPSA, but allowing firefighters can shoot, be able to run these courses, because they don't allow us to shoot in like the actual police side of it like if they go through hogan's alley and all that stuff because we're not considered law enforcement how many air quotes are we going to fit into this i don't know (laughs) (laughs) not sure (laughs) and as you guys know i mean there's a fairfax firefighter who's a gm he's pretty solid i mean he just keeps improving too he's he's good very 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 good very good yes congrats by the way Congratulations. Not a sponsor. Uh, yeah, it is a little late. Born a while ago, but still congratulations. Because yes. we didn't yes. talk about it. Yeah, really good. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Yes. And a super nice dude. Yeah. yeah. Which is saying something because he's from Fairfax. <laughs> <laughs> and I said what I said. Yeah. That is not against him at all. That's against Fairfax. <laughs> yep. Shoots an Atlas. Matter of fact, very nice. Very nice gun. Yes. Oh, is that what he shoots? Okay. Yes, and uh, but very good. I, I yeah, would. He is. Yeah. Uh, I would love for they have the ability to go out there and uh, be good. Well, be good, but also oh. shoot like that in the competition. Like would they allow us at the U.S. Um, police and fire games to do something like that? It'd be kind of cool. It would All be, they would have. Yeah, I mean, they could. I mean, and 
they don't wouldn't have to do it through USPSA. Right, but, but it would be cool if the USPSA sanctioned it. Yeah. You know, yeah, that would that would be pretty neat. That would be pretty neat. So that, uh, like you said, we got firefighters and everything of uh, in other departments. I think would enjoy it, and it would be kind of fun. You know, police yeah. and fire. You know, seeing who's better. Of course, we would win, but it'd be fun. Well, I mean, you'd have individual, then you'd have, you could have team, yeah, yeah. you know, you could have a lot of different things. That'd be, that would be really neat. Would be really neat. So it wouldn't be hard to do, you, you know, you just, you'd have to find a range, which there are ranges around here. So that's not an issue. That is correct. And I, the only problem you would run into is this. Every blue state, if they held the games in a blue state, you'd have issues because yeah. then you would. In those states, chances are you would have to do um, your low round count. Your low cap divisions. Yeah. Your low cap divisions. Like shooting in Canada. It'd be like limited 10, yeah. single stack, production. That's about all you could do. Mm-hmm. Even your carry optics would be limited to 10 rounds. Mm-hmm. Your open would be limited to 10 rounds. So it'd be like production optics, production open. Mm-hmm. Or limited open, limited optics you know what i mean yeah other production optics and limited open right the other downside is then you get stuck talking about work because that's all them ding dongs want to talk about oh well i don't i don't don't care i got a point but i'm just saying i don't know when i shot in the bow competition it wasn't really a lot of talking about work it was just more or less uh Talking about, you know, people with different types of bows, equipment, what you're using and everything. Speaking of which, what do you shoot as a bow? Bow? Yeah. PSE. Okay. <laughs> I've seen it. That's true. It's <laughs> actually accurate. Yeah, so, yeah. The PSE, it's called the Freak. Because uh, it's the longest bow that they made. I think it was like 39 from Axel to Axel. This is built for double entendres, by the way. Yes. So, <laughs> right. It's uh, recurved. <laughs> Couldn't design a bigger one. You know? Sorry. Just saying. You know, when you got that wingspan. Don't worry, Dave. I've got extras you can use whenever you go hunting with him for bow season. <laughs> okay. You can adjust the axle to axle. I want to make sure it's long. <laughs> you can make it longer. Although I'd, I'd prefer it yes. be girthy as well. <laughs> If you shorten it, it gets it looks stubby. Yes. It looks, yeah. looks like you have more girth. <laughs> looks can be deceiving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I mean, I think it would be interesting. Um, you know, but I'm going to let you have that conversation with them. I, you know, because you know who would compete is the fire marshals. I don't compete. Then it'd be mm. kind of funny when you'd be able to laugh at them and walk away. Even though they asked me to. Become a fire marshal. I'm really glad you didn't do that. God bless it. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, not too much else. I'm just kind of like, uh, oh, of course, you three know I bought a new Canic SFX. Who's the third person? It's um, me and Dave. The mountain in my pocket. <laughs> Mouse. I, listen, I understand that that's, that is very petty of me to do. 
but I don't care. Uh, I know you <laughs> he didn't like, take his old timers medicine this morning. <laughs> it's been a day. Yeah, it has been. I mean, I know like you attack me, but you can't attack your mother in law. You know? Yeah. Okay. It's we accurate. We were close. It's we fine. each other longer. So you bought a PSC and wouldn't stop talking about the person that's whatever. P- <laughs> SFX. Sorry. I'm dislexic, people. Also, by the way, PSC not a sponsor. Um, There's Canik. So, so you bought your SFX, and then he wouldn't stop talking about not the SFX, but something different. Oh, yes. So as I go off screen to deal with some work-related issues, you go ahead and talk about that. Oh, I was just saying that it was a nice little shop that I went to that uh, Mr. Teller here, uh, he goes there quite a bit and, um, and uh, frequents. But it was a nice shop. I was pretty impressed with it. Um, they only had the the only place around that actually had the SFX model. I've checked everywhere. Everybody else has the Elite, the Combat Elite, and everything like that. But... No SFX, and uh, so uh, when he t- when you told me that the, that was there, I went down there, and that was great. I actually um, had a good time. The people in there were great. I'm gonna tell you right now, the people were uh, very friendly, uh, very knowledgeable, and uh, it was a good time. I didn't have didn't spend a lot of time in there when I was able to. Why did you buy another? Well, I bought another one for a backup um, because when we were shooting in competition, I always wanted to have a backup uh, gun of the same model. I did carry a backup gun, that which was an SF model, which, uh, of course, is not the same. It's kind of the same, but it's a little bit shorter. If you're shooting production, it can be a backup, but not if you're shooting carry optics. Correct. Which I'm not shooting carry optics yet. That's something I'm segueing into and going to be shooting carry optics so i like the fact that it's carry optic ready but um nice shop though i was really impressed i like it just have to remember to take your base pads off when you shoot production yes yeah. uh, i haven't even put them back on since the last mm-hmm. time so i've learned my lesson so but yeah well dave you haven't picked anything new up but you've made some adjustments to your rig right or no um yeah i switched to my backup gun. That's what it was. Okay. Because my backup gun is still basically brand new. I, it might have like a hundred or so rounds through it, so it functions well. Um, I did pick up those two new Henning Group base pads because yes. when I saw them, uh, I think it was on Instagram. When I saw them initially, I loved the way. They had just the detent pen for uh-huh. retention on the bottom of the bait or the bottom of the magazine. So I actually ordered two before they were even done with production, but it was right at the end of their production. So there was minimal delay. Wait, where'd you order them from their site or was it on Ben Stover's site? No, it was their site. I, I, I'm not a fan of their website, okay. but I am a very big fan of the quality of those base pads. They're very sturdy. Uh, they are made of aluminum, so there's no added weight, really. But they're very solid. I like the coloring of their blue better than the other two that I have. That's what I was going to say. I think they look better. Yeah, I mean, it's like a metallic blue. It's really solid. Um, everything about it, the quality of it is very good. And then the detent pin 
is awesome. Like I've already taken two, I had two brand new magazines that I hadn't used for anything yet that came with my whiteout SFX. Uh So I took those two magazines, took the stock base pads off and all of that and put the other base pads on. So I will be using those two, but man, it was a, it's a great fit. I love that little detent pen, how quickly and easy it is to take them on and off. It's, it's fantastic. So are you going to shoot the Stormtrooper next? I am. I am. I haven't decided if I'm going to put in another Freedom Smith trigger or not. Okay. That I haven't decided. If I do, I've got to go with a different version because the one I have still on occasion, I miss that trigger safety or it goes right in the groove of that knuckle uh-huh. and then it doesn't get depressed. So the trigger doesn't move and I've got to adjust my trigger finger. Um, so I would rather, instead of altering the way I press the trigger, I would rather alter the trigger right. for my finger. Makes way more sense. Yeah. So, and they do have some uh, competition triggers that I need to look at instead of what I have. I do have another suggestion. <laughs> okay eat more food because then you'll have fatter fingers and it won't go into okay yeah i mean you may be a little slower regret (laughs) no no regrets that's weird (laughs) (laughs) just eat and be happy like the rest of us over on this side Freedom Smith triggers. I'm gonna get that out. That's cool. You got it. Ooh, I believe in you. you. Uh, actually, I, it was the uh, race, the racer trigger. Okay. So I actually ordered that one. Um, waiting for that to come in. I uh, telling you guys earlier. I uh, ordered the titanium guide rod uh, and the yellow spring for the uh, Canic, also, which is going to be. I'm trying that out to see how that's going to feel. Now, where did you get the titanium guide rod? I actually ordered that from Frank Zoo. Okay. So I went so to you him. ordered that and the yellow from him? Uh, no, he didn't have he didn't have the spring. So okay. So the Springco, and ordered the spring from Springco and uh, the rod from Frank Zoo. So okay. So it's a one piece spring. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I definitely want to know how that goes because I need to for my. Now backup done because I switched all the springs right. over. I, I now need to do something with the backup gun to make sure that it runs the hand loads we're using. Mm-hmm. So I need to do something. So if it works with you, then I could do the same thing with that. And it's better than having to change all the springs around. Right. Right. So, so yeah, I'll, definitely once I uh, get everything um, in and modified and i shouldn't say modified because i want people to be like oh you modified it's done no. i don't think the uspsa is going to listen to this and come after you no no fair point you win thank you <laughs> he's not modifying anything ladies and gentlemen no i'm just um uh, changing a few things to make it uh better for me so okay. i get more appetizers did you see the long post by Nils on Instagram, correct? I, I think it was on Instagram uh, talking yeah. about why some people are having stove pipes and other issues with their canic. No, I didn't actually see that one. 
I'll have to go back and check that one out. Yeah, it's uh, it's very long, but it goes into depth, and I and I'm pretty sure. I know why it came out. I mean, there have been issues. People are like, you know, I shot 100 rounds and I had 50 uh, failures. You know, I had a lot of issues. But he went into detail as to why the Canik is set up the way it is coming from Turkey and the way the ammo is over there. So it's all designed around the ammo over there. And he even said basically that the weight of the striker spring and the recoil spring and all that, a lot of times the ammunition is so bad that that is the only thing that will cause the um, primer to fire and get everything going. So, And it's based on the NATO round, which is way hotter than what we shoot over here, tech, you know, typically. So, so people are going to have those issues. Right. I, I guess they're, if I remember correctly, I think they're looking at changing some things for the guns being sent to the United States. I would assume that means a lighter strider, striker spring as well as a lighter recoil spring. So I think that would fix all the problems. But yeah, look him up on, I think it was uh, him on Instagram. Pretty sure it was because I saw it. Okay. Uh, Pretty sure that he might have also posted something else that I read, so yeah. it's entirely possible. I've, I've watched so much <laughs> of him when he's gone over, like his showing his trip when he's gone over to Turkey and they were shooting over in Turkey and everything right. like that. So it was pretty neat. And then seeing him at the Canic facility with all those Canic boxes behind him, and I was like a little kid going, like, Please open up one of them. I want to see what's oh, happening. yeah, the stack, of, yes. yeah, pallets. You mean, yeah, yes. they were pallets yeah. of guns, yeah, crazy. It was crazy, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, of course, now all I really want is turkey because you've said it like six times. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool that at the end of the season, he actually flew over there, spent like a, what, five days, whatever it was, did a bunch of stuff, flew back, and then posted that information. Uh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I I thought that was cool. Um, I just kind of. Would like to see a little bit more in depth about the uh, the Turkey facility, but I wouldn't. I know they won't let us see any more of that. Um, but it was actually neat. I, I like the how they uh, ran some drills with some of the. I assume it's Turkish police or Turkish shooters over there. So it was actually kind of interesting to see them how they shoot versus Americans and their style, our style, and everything. So it was actually. Actually, well, I mean, over there, which is different, right? Yeah. Similar but different, right? So, but yeah, it was it was cool. It was as cool. we know from the Mahoney's, yes, we do. <laughs> Shout out to Canadians. Yes, not sponsors. Definitely not sponsors. Oh, remember that uh, that um, little video clip I sent you on Instagram? Did you get that about the about the snow in Canada? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had seen that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. As soon as I saw it, I saw it laughing. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, it was a little video clip of this dude um, walking, like, to get into his the car that he's mm-hmm. coming out of the airport. And all of a sudden, he just slips and bites a, just a big old thing of snow. Yeah, he busted his ass. And it says, That's not good. It says, I think it says, welcome to Canada. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought about, you know, <laughs> our buddies up there. That makes sense. <laughs> so that was it. 
nothing, nothing exciting. I don't, I'm not excited. It made me excited. I'm not like you. Exci- you two are more. I'm excitable. So I really wish the uh, the air would turn off. That AC. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that actually is not at all a good segue, but I'm going to talk about this anyways. So I want to get some more listener participation. So with that being said, Huggy wants to chrome out the slide on his backup canic. I would like input from the listeners on whether or not that is a good idea, a bad idea, or just an idea. Well, so when this gets posted on the YouTubes, if you guys want to put a comment in the comment section or reach out to us on the Instagram and say, this is brilliant or this is not brilliant, um, I think we should leave it up to the listeners well, to decide whether or not you crumb out your canic. Right. And that's just a slide, but... I figured Dave's Agreed. got the Stormtrooper. I right. was going to make the Mandalorian. Not Chrome. Okay. I was going to do the Mandalorian. Sure. So it'd be kind of cool. Okay. It's all about the bling. We are going to see what the viewers have to say. Okay. We will go with I'm that. I'm just curious. I will be curious. Okay. Too. So it's if more... the three of you would reply back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this the three that Huggy was talking about earlier? Right. Yes. Again, again. That's what I mean. If the three of you over there. <laughs> the specter that he thinks is listening to this show. I, no, I'm telling you that was the mouse. Okay, sure. All right, Mighty Mouse. If, if, if the three people that actually, and I think two of them are in South Africa and one is in Iran. If they decide... You know what their opinion. I want to hear the people's opinion about the Chrome slide. If the one in Iran is still alive for listening to the podcast, yes, freedom. We hope. We hope. Yes, freedom. We hope you're still listening. We really hope you're okay. You're in your corner. (laughs) So yes, Um, I like to see what they're going to say. I'm super excited about the feedback we're going to get on this. I am, dude. That's good. I'm. I'm excited now because. It's going to dictate if I make the Mandalorian or not. We'll see. Yeah. We shall see. Yes, we shall. All right. All right. So have you guys decided what you're shooting next year? What, number one, oh. what division? Number two, have you decided what major matches, if any, are you shooting? I, so I will tell you, I am, I'm staying in production. Okay. Because I want to class up in production. My goal is to make C-class in production. Before I go, before I switch over to anything. Okay. Uh, Majors, I definitely want to shoot Virginia State, for sure. You want to shoot which one? Virginia State. Okay. Um, After that, I got to figure that out. Uh, I'm kind of like in the same boat. I kind of want to class up, you know, in in production. So you want to get out of unclass? Yes. I want to get out of the... uh, Still hurts when you say it like that, by the way. Bad feels, Dave. And there's a lot of it over here. That's, that's there's right. a lot of feelings. Uh, I definitely want to get out of the U class into the C um, and maybe push a little above that. Um, hey, hey, I'm, okay, I'm like you. I'm working out. Work it out. Well, I'm going okay. to be getting up. I am not like that. Okay. All right. Well, didn't you just work out today? You it's casual out? Friday. Oh, okay. My bad. So, uh, yeah, we're going to do that. and um, Or I should say, I'm... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, as for majors, <clears throat> I've actually... I looked at the schedule, and there's a, quite a few. And I actually thought about, like, I think there's one down in North Carolina. Yep, yep. Area 6. Yeah, so I think uh, I might just take a little trip down there and 
course, the Virginia State. Thanks for inviting everybody. I definitely want to shoot. Area, I do want to shoot Area Eight. I definitely want to shoot Area Eight. I haven't said that I want. It was like formal yet. I'm just thinking about it. Okay, I think it's a good idea. I've already taken time off. Yeah, because Area Six, Area Eight, Virginia State, and Nationals. The other one I'm looking at that I'll I'm leaning heavily towards because the wife has even talked about coming with me. So she's talking about going with me to all of these. Okay, cool. Um, but also the Wisconsin sectional. Okay. Because it's Ben Stegger and Joel Park. Right, right. I would love to go there and see, you know, how they design a match and shoot that match that they design. I when, think that would that be. One? I believe that's in August. Wasn't there one you were talking about in Pennsylvania? Or was it Wisconsin? No, because those are both very different states. Yeah. Okay, so it was Wisconsin. Yes, Wisconsin. Okay. I don't know why I thought Pennsylvania. No. So, yeah, it would be Wisconsin, obviously here, Virginia, West Virginia, North Carolina, and Abilama. Okay. but So you're, you're going to shoot uh, Karyoptic Nationals? Yeah. I am shooting Karyoptic Nationals. Well, well, that's the plan. Maybe I'll go watch That's you. The plan. We can go. We can go, but we're, we can't shoot with them. They're shooting yeah. different. I know. I know. We can support him. I'm, that's, I, that's literally what I was talking about. Okay, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, Chris, you might need two hands. Oh, oh my, my bad. There you go. That's bad. Like I said, my gift was a magic set. <laughs> He's like the good hands people. Yeah, that's right. Just not make a sponsor. Sure. Not a sponsor. Warm them up yeah, first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm happy to go and, you know, listen, do you know how easy it would be for us to not screw up videoing him if we didn't have to shoot? And I'm specifically looking at you. Yeah, I said we. I'm looking at you, buddy. Don't do that. Don't don't pretend like you're the person that's like off here chatting in the corner, chatty chat chat with a bunch of randos instead of recording your teammate. Say something. Was, Say something. Say something. I think that might be happening. Like, you know how bad you guys are going to get the itch to want to shoot. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they're are they're in the, they're not even in the same month, are they? No. Yeah. No. It's like several months. Before. What's not even in the same month? Production, production and karyoptic. No, it's May and October. Yeah. yeah. Not even a couple of months. Yeah. So I mean I don't know if the wife would be like, Oh, two big trips, possibly three if you know you you go to North Carolina. Well, the one in North Carolina is really That's overnight. Fun. That's it. Because my my plan is to head down there, I think uh, to try to shoot on Saturday. Right. Head down there Friday. So I can walk through the match, right. stay overnight. The wife and I can kind of hang out, chill out. If everybody goes, we can all hang out, chill yeah. out, actually do an episode. Um, then I'll be ready to shoot the match the next day and just come back Saturday night. Because it's only like a three, four-hour, three-hour drive for me, like four right. and five hours for you guys. So it's not 27 hours in a car with it, your buddy? It is not correct. <laughs> it's not listening to every episode of every podcast ever made. I learned a lot on the way down there. We and back. And yeah. There was a lot to learn. There was yeah. a lot. Sorry, I'm vibrating. There was a lot to digest on that trip. <laughs> what? No, I'm just laughing at Dave. Hello, <laughs> 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 no, growl. There's also one up in New Hampshire, by the way. Just 
Yeah, what's that? Area two. If I, I had it's area two, screen, I'd be able to tell you. Right, but I'm not. But, I'm not going to do area two though. Yeah. We have to drive through a lot of unfriendly states to get there. Yeah. 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 I would have to. I would fly. Okay. I'm just saying. I know there's one up there. Is oh, that, we're probably going to end up flying to Wisconsin because the drive is just. Again, it's another ridiculously right, long drive. It'd be way quicker just yeah. fly there, and fly with the ammo, go there, do it, fly back. Because that way, too, we can stay an extra day or so and hang out and do other stuff before we come back. And you're not wearing yourself out just doing all that driving anyways. You can get there and be fresh and not have had to be on the road for more than a day. Well, and that's what I liked about the way we did it. You know, yeah. we drove down one day, spent the next day. Oh, well, so we drove down on Friday. Saturday, we went to the range and walked through everything. And then Sunday was our first day of shooting. I would want to do that again, but with Wisconsin, it's a one-day shoot. Right. So it doesn't make sense to spend all that time for a one-day shoot. I'll just fly up the day before, maybe early in the morning. Get settled in, you know, go to the range, walk through everything, go back, shoot the next day, and then have another day or so where hang out, chill out, and fly back. Yeah. Hi. <coughs> He's not, not Corona. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might be my it might be the beta blocker cough. You guys are locked uh, up. You, you were Ooh, locked up. you're back. Oh, okay. There we go. So, but uh, you lock it up. <laughs> <laughs> you lock it up. Um, but yeah, <laughs> both gonna shoot for. Are you both gonna go to nationals? Yeah. Apparently, I'm going to nationals. Yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> have you have you decided yet? Uh, I know. I I'm asking Leo. Mostly because I wanted to talk to you guys because they were different months. Like they were, and you know. Yeah, that's the part well, that. I so we did I like I know I know Dave's not gonna travel with us to go sit and watch us shoot right. production. Right. And I get that. But I kinda I was like, man, when and I also know I'm out, not gonna get recorded if I'm shooting if it's just huggy. You will <laughs> get recorded because I've got the tripod. No, now. I'm gonna get recorded because I've got my aim cam well, thing now. Yeah, but I've got the tripod so that I can put the camera up there so it can record the whole time. So we're good. Okay. We're good on that. Okay. I, I got you covered now. I believe you. The tripod is a good a good way to do it. Um, good idea. But now what? the reason I ask you, Leo, is what else happens in May? Uh, Pretty big incident. Oh, for me? Yeah. yeah. No, I. No, I yeah. Yeah, work happens in May. Uh, no. Wait, what happens does, in May? Does somebody have a birthday in May? Eh, I mean, both of them have uh, birthday in May. <laughs> So my sons were born in May. Oh. Yeah. It's a really good month for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's an annual tradition. <laughs> I'm, yes. Uh, so one was born at the beginning. This is the worst part, though. One was born at the beginning. The other one's born at the end. So, you know, like, I, it's... Unless something happens smack dab in the middle. And with work, I've also got another work thing that happens in May every it's year. Very it's a very big event. Um, so, yeah, I'd totally take the kids with me. I'm not going to wrangle a five-year-old and a one-year-old. One I'll help you with the math. One. Thank you. I was like, I was <laughs> four years apart. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I mean, it would be a very big ask of my wife. Yeah. And that's why I ask if you've even decided. No, that's not, that, that's that, that can... definitely up in the air because I like being married. <laughs> Divorce is and ex- seeing your kids every day. Well, them yeah. too. Yeah. Also their feelings and, you know, all that stuff. Um, no, I love my boys, but yeah, I, I really like that one's, it's a hard sell. Like if, it, if that was in October, I'd be like, yep. Okay. Yeah. Totally going. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah. Or any other month, but right. May. Right. Again, uh, I wish I had kept it. Well, and there's there's anniversaries in May, so like Adam's birthday is also in May, and we always go mm-hmm. to the cemetery to see him. Memorial and Day. There's a, there's lot, a lot going on, and May's a terrible time for to hold a national. Yeah. yeah. Isn't Mother's Day in May also? And I believe that's right around nationals. Yeah. So I love my mom. Uh, I think your wife is a mother. Yeah, her too, but I love my mom. I understand that. I understand that, but you still better be getting oh, her some shit. Yeah. From the boys. She's still a mother. Sudden, magically. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Well, and you've got, you know, you've got Jill, you've got yes. uh, Anna. So yeah, I'm not trying to get murdered. But uh, and she uh, would murder you. But at the same time, May is like if if it was carry optics nationals at the same time you had um, production nationals, it would still be easier for me because my boys are adults. Right. So I, I don't need to be home. My oldest son has a birthday in May, but that is still easy for me to manage. You know, I'm not dealing with them every day. The wife and I could fly out, go have fun, come <laughs> back, and still everything would be fine. That's not your situation. Yeah, I can't leave a five-year-old and a one-year-old at home with my wife for that long. Like, even when I had classes where I w- I'm gone for a day, day and a half, like, it's it's misery. And don't get me wrong, my kids aren't, like, hellions or anything, but they're also four. And, well, at that point, they'd be five and one. You know, they're four and six months right now. So, they're... The snow day destroyed her. She got when, when I told her I was going home the other day. She sent me a meme of a lady dancing. <laughs> she was I was coming home. So yeah, or gift or whatever it was, but right, whatever. But it's all the same. So I yeah, <laughs> I mean it's 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 nice enough that I get to practice, you know, my draw in the evening because she lets me because it's I can do it downstairs and mm-hmm. I can supervise them while I'm, you know, practicing my draw or you know just doing some dry fire stuff. Cause I can still watch them. Mm-hmm. So nice. again, I'm trying not to get murdered. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick with maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, there's always carry optics in October. There's always the ability for me to look worse than I already do. <laughs> I don't, I don't, well, never mind. I won't say Yeah, that. no, go ahead. It's fine. I, 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 <laughs> I don't think you can. Well, being a you. But what, I, but what I'm saying, <laughs> being a you is nothing. That doesn't mean anything. Exactly. <laughs> so you, you might find that you actually shoot better with carry optics. Just saying. Big might. It's a giant question mark. Mm-hmm. And then I have to get two optics to put on two guns. Mm. So that's the other downside. But I will say my last... Paycheck was pretty nice. Oh, yeah. So, it's a lot of overtime, though. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I got some overtime, but it was, of course, Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
I don't know. Name paper holiday. Yeah. Well, I help, yeah. pay, I help pay for my new um, gun that I'm naming, naming Mary. Mary is not a sponsor, but I think Huggy would like her to be. <laughs> I would like any gun store to be. Yeah. A I can always talk about it. Sponsor. Yeah. yeah. So if there are any gun stores out there that want to sponsor us, yeah. feel free to contact us. Ryan Shooting Sports in Warrington wants to sponsor us. We're more We're, than... You can find us at desperate at <laughs> gmail.com. <laughs> Willing to do a lot. <laughs> Hashtag willing to do a lot. <laughs> Hashtag ladies. Hashtag not always legal. <laughs> Don't judge me, Huggy. Hashtag dark web. <laughs> what, what a fun before next year episode. <laughs> Well, and I think I think next episode we need to bring in some New Year's resolutions for our shooting year. Oh yeah, uh, we, uh, we can definitely talk about that in the next episode. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, not New Year's resolutions, but the next episode, uh, we will talk off of this one about um, some people that would like to be on. Oh, you mean like interviewed? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that too next yeah, yeah, episode. That's we'll yeah, talk. Yeah, we'll talk about it, and then we can talk about it. Right, right, right. right. The, they know what I know. You guys might Free not plan, know. and then talk. Yeah, yeah. see, yes, they Genius. get me. They get me. That's right, South Africa. They understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, we got listeners in South Africa. I know. I think that's cool, man. Yeah. I'm like, I just, I love it. We I have international appeal, uh, and I'm glad we do. I'm glad we did. I don't know who that one person is, but thank you. Whatever. Thanks, bro. Even if it was by accident. I was saying in South African, <laughs> that's how they talk. Right, right. Thanks, bro. Okay. That's what they sound like. Okay. It's, it's kind of like more of Australian. It's fine. Don't. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, what else you got? Anything? That's it. That's it, man. I just um, cannot wait to go and... Put all the new stuff on Mary, and oh, I can't wait to oh, get our, feed, oh, our right. feedback. Whoa, easy, Sorry. easy. I, I was on a different I'm talking, page. About, I'm talking about the gun. Yeah, no, I know. I named I know. the gun Mary. I know. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so <laughs> make make all the adjustments needed for Mary. Right, and okay. then and then waiting for the feedback to see what what our, we're gonna do about chroming out. Yes. And then Dave, have you shot your backup setup? I can't remember if you shot it before. No, I have not. I mean, after I changed the springs over, right. no, I have not. Okay. So I should, that's a good point. I probably should take that out to the range and at least function fire it, you know? Right. So I don't want to shoot too much just because of the ammo oh, situation. No, and then, um, what was the other thing I was going to ask you? I do not know. Oh, oh. Uh, we talked about it in the last episode about uh, your off-season training regimen. Starting back up. Yes. And that, we... that has been pushed to probably the beginning, not probably, but to the beginning of January. Okay. Cool, so cool. I will take all of November and December off. Okay. Now I say that that's the physical portion. I've actually, however, been reading more and trying to learn more than I ever have in the last two years. So that when I start back up in January, it's more focused and it's going to be more productive. So I can make the greater, I can make the greatest amount of improvement in the shortest amount of time. Right. Instead of just doing stuff willy nilly and doing the same thing over and over, I'm actually going to 
to break it down. And I, I would actually advise the two of you to listen to Travis Tomasi. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Hit Factor not. podcast. Uh, shout out to those guys. That's probably one. And uh, shout out to Travis for sure, because that dude throws down some knowledge on that podcast like nobody's business, like literally nobody's business. Um, that is probably the most. I already knew, I already had an idea of some of it, but he really goes in and 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 credit to them. They're like, you know, give us some examples. Really went into some specifics, and there's a lot to be learned from that from Travis on that podcast. Very impressive. Yeah, he's been shooting for a long time. A long time. Like he, a has. Time. he is a he's world old. and he's national not. champ. Yeah. So he is both. So it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. But it's it's crazy how these guys at that level are still learning, are still refining, and they're doing things, you know. It's uh, I love listening to them for that reason because they're like they're not standing by and settling right for the level that they're at. Like they want to keep getting better and better and better and better. Um, but he talks about, it's really, it's really interesting with his career. He talks about how he was on top. Then some things within his professional and personal life occurred and he has dropped off significantly, but, uh, I would be careful next year. Yeah. If I was a national champion this year, I would be careful next year because there is a guy out there named Travis Tomasi who is reinvigorated, who is dedicating himself back to the sport. And he already knows how to win. And now he is practicing to do it again. Yikes. Yeah. And Yikes. it's not like he doesn't understand the landscape. Like he That's knows. what I mean. It's yeah. not his first rodeo. Right. He gets it. So yeah. that dude is going to be coming for people. And, and not in a bad way, but just, you know, to compete and be at the top. Yeah. yeah. It is going to make things interesting. It's going to be an exciting year. We get COVID behind us. We get back out there and start shooting. Yeah. We got a new president. Oh, dear God. I had to get them air quotes out there. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to make you mad before the, the episode. That, that, oh, my God. I'm sorry. Uh, that, I cannot say how I feel because we're, it will be aired. No, I know. I know. That, I mean, that went from like that cheerful. <laughs> Well, I don't know if he ever sounded like that. No. But, but it's like, you know, how he was happy, like somebody was cupping. And all of a right sudden, here. he went from cupping to. Right here. Mm. But yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's good, though. So, yeah, because I know you've been sharing some of the, the excerpts that you thought would be very helpful for us in particular from those from the books that you've been reading. Yeah. Which yeah. are, I think, the one that I liked the most. Um, oh, because it, it uh, the. Um, Matchbook yeah, about yeah. reading the matchbook and then like what to actually the things you should be looking for in a matchbook versus right. what like we have for in the matchbook. I think that was probably one of the ones that I really liked the most right. of the ones that you sent us. Well, and that that is a good follow up because remember I said they have another book coming out. That is probably the one book to get. Yeah. Um, and it comes out in the beginning of January. Practical shooting training. That's what they're aiming for. Uh -huh. So sometime in January, that book is coming out. And 
it goes into everything you would need to do to be able to train dry fire, live fire, and they break it down by level, like ability, uh-huh. you know, like a level one ability, right. a level two ability, like your level four is your GM trying to, you know, win area matches in a national championship. And the level one is the beginning guy. <clears throat> so they break it down by levels and they tell you exactly what you need to do, how you need to do it, you know, to make the greatest gains again and things like that. So that is the one. Uh, I am definitely going to get it. I would highly advise you guys to get that one when it comes out. Um, and now it will give us more stuff to talk about right. training-wise, right. just in general pistol shooting, practical shooting, uh, when that comes out. But I, I am excited about that. Yep. Yep. Well, that's all I got. Yeah. Well, I got to. I'm just waiting for our feedback from. I'm so excited. I am too. I can't wait. And if you guys want to pick a different finish, that's also an option. Not Chrome, but if we're we're throwing it out there, we're throwing it out there. Yeah, but I don't want like pink or. Well, you shouldn't say anything. Well, Well, I said Chrome. Why not? Why not next podcast? He actually, we do a show and tell. I'll show the whiteout for people who don't know what that is, and he can show his, and then he, you know, he can display it and say, "This is what I'm thinking about getting chromed," and then this is the before, right? People but, can then well, we put have in their feet. Sure, people understand. Like yours, okay, it's the we call it. Gun. We call it the stormtrooper because I'm telling you, it's just badass, like a stormtrooper like type gun. It's badass. I'm just plain and simple. When Canik came out with that, that all white with black line details it just looked like something pretty much stormtroopers it just looks pretty badass but i was like man you know what if i chrome the uh slide make it look kind of mandalorian-ish it'd be kind of cool but we'll see we'll see we shall see we shall okay all right so show and tell next episode right on all right merry christmas to everybody merry Merry Christmas. christmas until next time Don't be a little bitch. Yeah.